people and groups, big and small, are on the front line chasing solutions to life's most pressing challenges. Most of what they do, sadly, goes unreported and unnoticed. That's all about the change. Track all the in-depth information and analysis on a wide range of development issues affecting everyday life and meet the people driving the march towards sustainable, sustainable growth. Development Report, Fridays from 10.30 a.m. on 99.3 Nigeria Info. It's radio's new big platform to bring development partners home and abroad closer. Development Report, real issues, real news. can be the first generation to end poverty and the last generation to address climate change before it is too late. Do you believe that statement from former UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon? Welcome to another branded new edition of Development Reports on 99.3 Nigeria Info. My name is Adeni Ekonu. I'm holding forth for Femi Obong Daniels. Development Report provides listeners with in-depth information and analysis by experts and stakeholders on a wide range of issues that affect citizens' lives as unscripted discussion of fact and opinion. Join us on our social media platforms at Nigeria InfoFM on Twitter at Div Reporters on Twitter and Facebook. I'll be back in a moment to stay with us. Well, if you want to ask the question, what is SDGs? Well, the Sustainable Development Goals are the blueprints to achieve a better and more sustainable future for all. Uh, they address the global challenges we we'll face, including those related to poverty, inequality, climate and environmental degradation, prosperity and peace, and not to forget justice. The 17 goals interconnect and in order to leave no one behind, it is important that we achieve each goal and target by 2030. But in what way would we achieve sustainable development goals without use? Well, with 17 goals and 169 targets to end poverty, protect the planet and bring prosperity to all human beings over the next 15 years, Use are not just beneficiaries of this process, they are essential actors in achieving these goals. Both young men and women have enormous ability to make change not only for themselves, but also for their societies and the rest of the world. As citizens of the world, youth have the right to learn and participate in implementing the SDGs. As young leaders of today, it is pivotal their youth are informed and engaged with the global vision for the future. Youth 
will not only directly experience the outcome of SDGs and plans, but will also be the key driver for their successful implementation. For this reason, it is vital to raise awareness about the 17 SDGs and the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and Being Use, build a platform for discussion and create a condition for active engagement. Well, this week we're looking at how private sector can work with youth to achieve the SDGs by 2030. That's how private sector can work with youth to achieve the SDGs by 2030. My guest on the show today, which of course in its fourth edition, is Joshua Alade. Uh, he is a TEDx speaker and the Programs Officer of Sahara Foundation, uh, the corporate social responsibility arm of Sahara Group, where he manages programs focused on youth entrepreneurship and, of course, sustainability projects that will help Nigeria achieve the agenda by 2030. He's a community evangelist Next Gen Africa initiative, an educational organization that builds the soft skills of disadvantaged young people with emotional intelligence, confidence, uh, particularly building their confidence and leadership as much as empowering them with ICT skills. Project coordinator of the Nigerian Youth SDG Network, a national coalition of youth-led focused civil society organizations driving accountability and local advocacy for sustainable development goals, SDGs implementation projects. Joshua is a graduate of the University of Lagos and a certified youth practitioner from the Youth Intervention Program Associates. That's in the USA. Uh, Joshua, you've got so much attached to your name at such a young age, and I think this is a proper representation of what uh, it means to involve youth in achieving such change by 2030. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning. I'm happy to be here. All right, fantastic. Now, let, let's go to the issue. Youth, SDGs, and private sector in Nigeria. How do you open? Um, I, I think um, for young people in our country today, um, we have energy, we have the willpower, um, we have um, the ideas to, to be able to create change. But one thing we do not have is the fund. Mm. Yes. Fund. Yes. So, and then sometimes also the expertise. So that, that's where some of the things we need to learn from the private sector because they have done it, they are doing it, and they are doing it so well. So we bring in our energy and our ideas, and they bring in their... Um, their access to um, finance and then capacity to develop to, to be able to help us create the change we want to see. Uh, oftentimes, of course, I hear that uh, every other thing is in place, uh, but the money, the money, the money is always easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but c can you unbundle how the three interlace, uh, talking about youth and sustainable development? How, how do we just look at one for each and, of course, the point of convergence? Okay, um, great, good question. So, um, sustainable development is about um, the fact that uh, what kind of a world do we want um, by the year 2030? Um, do we want a better world? Like, um, there's, there's a clarion call that there's poverty everywhere, that people are poor, access to education is, uh, is quality education is difficult, access to medical care is also difficult, and jobs. So, um, young people, we are the future. So, by 2030, majority of us that are young will, will be in our 50s. We'll be in our, so that way, so we're looking at how, how do we have a better world by that, by that time? 
and then how do you have a world that is without poverty how do you have a world whereby everybody um, can say oh this is the dream I want this is the kind of world I want to live in I will have that world so that this is how um, young people the sustainable development goal and then the private sectors who are the people who are um, working right now to ensure that um, that we're talking about businesses so um, businesses they are the employers of labor they are the ones that decide oh, what, what kind of um, um, economies do we have and then looking at the government also because we, we, we cannot remove um, private sector young people and then do not add the government because governments are the ones that are responsible for making policies um, that would that, that would decide how how does it um, does the nation wants to grow what what kind of agenda does the nation have for its youth and for its people so this is where it interlinks young people coming together to say this is the kind of world we want government we need you we need you on board to be able to create uh, with also create policies that are right for our future and then we need you to also work with the private sector because you cannot you do not have all the funding to be able to do this the private sector they have the funding they have the expertise they have the know-how so we need to all work together to be able to create a better world by 2030 so it's not just looking at 2030 but looking at um the move from 2015 2016 2017 what strategies can we put in place every year to ensure that when it comes to the year 2030 we can say yes there's no more po um, poverty we are the ones that have defeated poverty we are the ones that have put an end to climate change we are the ones that have ensured that there's quality education for everyone and then everybody is happy uh, moving forward i know you mentioned that one of the challenges that youth have obviously is funding amongst many other things uh, but what is also important is the vision and the aspiration of youth uh, in regards to 2030 agenda. I know that uh, people could have common challenges, but inability to identify individual vision as well as aspiration could actually be the jeopardy eventually to whatever you intend to achieve in about, let me say, 12 years' time. Yes. So now let's look at that aspect. Uh, you could be the angel's advocate now. The vision, aspiration of yours. Okay, so, so this is it for young people. We want everybody to know that we are the leaders of today, not of tomorrow. Oh, you're changing that? Yes, we are the leaders of today. And the funny part, I always tell my friends that um, today, um, like tomorrow actually started yesterday. Mm. So wherever we are right now, we need to take, um, take responsibility for whatever is happening. And then our aspiration um, is found in the Sustainable Development Goals, which is one, that we want a world that does not have poverty. So we are not about, we are not looking at, oh, I'm richer than you, or I'm better off than you. But we are looking at a world whereby we all are better. So it's not about one person, it's about every one of us. We want a world whereby everyone can have access to healthcare. We want a world whereby everybody can have access to quality education. We want a world whereby I can look at the female gender and say, oh, we are the same, we are equal. So it's, I'm not, um, we, are, we are not looking at gender roles anymore. We are looking at ourselves first as, as humans before looking at our sex and then or our gender. And then another thing we are looking out for is we are, look, we are looking out for decent jobs. We want everybody to have access to jobs. Whether you go through the four walls of, 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 of the classroom or not, you should have access to jobs. And then we are looking at equality, ending inequalities everywhere. Yeah. And also ensuring that we have cities that are inclusive and sustainable for all. Whether you live in the slum, whether you are in uh, Ajegunle, or you are in Makoko, or you live in VI, we all are happy where we are. And then we are not, we are not threatened by government policies just because I live in the slum or I live in um, 
some yeah, other areas. Yeah. Okay, but, but, but one thing that you mentioned is about um, not leaving your location for the other and government coming into the picture. I'd like you to, you know, specifically mention now, you've actually been having these things together, but for the purpose of information now, um, what role then can we say governments and development actors play? Because you, first of all, uh, cannot ask uh, for something if you've not been able to identify what starting persons are brought on board. The reason I'm saying this is, government oftentimes wants you to appreciate or recognize the areas where they've been doing certain things, uh, even if there's room for development or addition. So, I'd like to know what role that governments and development actors uh, can really play in strengthening policy, practices and support mechanisms for youth development. What are the specific, given five, seven, if we have, even if we have up to a thousand of us? Okay, I think the first thing for government is to first listen. Listening? Yes. That's an art and most definitely we've got two ears so we have to listen more than the mouse. Yes, okay. and because most times government feels this is what these people would need. But they don't even know what young people want. So the next thing government needs to do is bring young people to the table to ask what do you really want? And how can we work on this together? So every day um, around the street of Lagos I see young people who are doing things that are innovative. And then sometimes, you, like um, just yesterday, we had something that we call a youth cafe, whereby we, we try to bring up young people who are doing things that are great. And then there was, there, there was this um, explanation around a young person who, who is actually making paints from um, a slum close to the University of Lagos. And then nobody even knows this person. So young people also want to be empowered. The government needs to be able to do that for us. Give us the room. And then the government also needs to be able to... Um, in partnership with young people, create policies that will work for us, especially in respect to jobs and in respect to housing, for instance, in Lagos and around Nigeria, and then in respect to education also. So we are looking at the future. Well, the, the jobs that, that are available right now, will they be the jobs that we need in 2020, in 2025? So we need all of these things, government coming together with us to be able to design a, a policies that would help us. Because right now there's a talk around the future of work. Mm. And then also we have the private se um, the, um, development organization to come on board to, to, to hold government accountable. Because that is important. Hold government accountable to their work. This is what you said you are going to do. You've not done it. And if you refuse to do it, this is what we will do. We'll keep talking about this thing. So that just to keep you on your toes. So that, I think that's the major work of, uh, of the private, uh, of the, uh, sorry. So most times, uh, civil society, that's our right. work, just to keep um, government accountable and also bring every young person together to ask us, what are we going to do to, to ensure that um, the government holds on to their promise? All right. Uh, what must the government do? Uh, well, you heard it from uh, Joshua Lade. Uh, this is development report for those of you just joining us. It's uh, 99.3 Nigeria Info. Uh, we're talking about the nature of work, going into the next generation, the next decade. What are we looking at? What are the necessary things that we must bring to the table so that we can have active youths come on board and be part of the process of change and achievements of great feats? Uh, let us go to the Nigerian Youth SDGs. Uh, you're talking about the opportunities and the, but in general, what, what, what would you say that Nigerian Youth Sustainable Development Goals is all about? 
Okay, great. So, um, one of the things we talked about was in, in 2015, I was actually working, um, that was when I was doing my um, national youth service. So, I was part of um, um, the UN team online that, that was, was able to um, design and get people to sign up to this, uh, on the kind of world they want as young people. And one of the things we noticed for the, end, the Millennium Development Goals was that there was, there was no active uh, participation by civil society. And then, sitting down with a lot of my friends, we talked about it and said, what can young people do? How can we hold government accountable? How can we have one voice um, for sustainable development? So we said the best thing to do is to have a coalition. We have so many civil society organizations run by young people. Yeah. So if we have, say, a thousand civil society organizations under one umbrella, and then we can all work with one voice to tell government this is what we really want. And then we can also be able to map out um, these this, this are the intervention programs we've been able to do, so especially in respect to data. So these are the intervention programs that young people in Nigeria have been able to do on the SDGs. You can count them, maybe 5,000, maybe 10,000. So it's not just saying, oh, we worked on um, poverty alleviation programs. How many poverty alleviation programs? How many people were able to, to be reached through, through this program? So these are the things we are doing as a coalition. So we are giving everybody one voice to come on board to see how we can drive the sustainable development goals agenda together as youth. All right. Uh, looking at the opportunities for the coalition will be also uh, as important as the SDG and in fact the people who are on it. Um, what are the opportunities does one find in the coalition? You of course talked about having one voice as yeah. one of the opportunities. Um, and do you partner with the office of the SDGs at the national level? Because if you look at it, one voice is important. Yeah. But there are always specifics when you get on board as a member of this coalition. Can you take us through that? And do not forget also, are you doing this in partnership with the Office of the SDG? Great question. So one of the things we always say is about collaboration and partnership. For the Sustainable Development Goals, Goal 17 is very important. Yeah. And so when, when organizations come together, we always look out, oh, you want to have a program, you are, you are reaching out to young people on um, entrepreneurship, for instance. And then there are other... Um, organizations who are doing the same thing. So we always say, why don't we all come together so that we can reach large uh, pool of audience, so that mm. we can make more impact with less resource. So that's one of the advantages you get uh, as being a part of the coalition. Another thing we also bring about is the technical know-how, because in the coalition there are people who have experience in youth development space. There are people who serve as advisory to us also. So these are people that on a normal day you might not be able to um, meet them or ask them questions. But when you're a part of the coalition, you have this access. And then we also hold um, opportunities for learning, like there are people who want to learn more about sustainable development that do not even know what to do. So we show them what they need to know. So for instance, maybe we are looking at, um, looking at education, for instance. So we tell you the basics. What, what, what does education really mean? When we say education is quality, what is it? When we say um, people are living um, below the poverty line, we try to define what it is so that when you go out there, you are able to clearly articulate what you are, uh, what you are campaigning for. And then, talking about working with the um, Office of the President on the SDGs, yes, we do. We were in constant um, collaboration with them, and we've had several events where they come in to speak and share of their ideas for young people in Nigeria. Mm. But, but we're actually asking for more. 
because as young people we need more engagement bunch of Oliver Twist <laughs> to say. don't worry you'll be, sa- you'll be served what you need uh, because uh, nobody can do it on their own uh, talking about youth taking over and I know that as uh, the sustainable development goals ideals keep going uh, many youth will be brought on board to understand the ethics of such coalition and participation uh, let's uh, also check this so talking about the opportunities that can be honest you've given me the general opportunities for the coalition let's go back to the youth who are the drivers of this project uh, particularly destruction of poverty uh, that's permit me use that word because poverty can be wicked when it takes its hold on people sure. so it is actually eradi- eradication has become so common that at times i think it doesn't have that impact so it is destroying poverty that we're looking at here and uh, for those of you just joining us, this is 99.3 and I draw in for Joshua Nade is here with me, this is their reporters. But, but, but now, the youth here as major agents of change in achieving the SDG Nigeria particularly, um, oftentimes when people come on board, they think of themselves, the benefits that can be accrued to themselves. Uh, they do not look at it uh, from a collective perspective. How could youth who indeed are the drivers begin to look at themselves as part of a whole towards achieving that goal that is common. Great question. So um, most times this is um, um, one of the things we face when people come on board. The first question they always ask is, what's in it for us? So, as, um, and then I and uh, most of um, the members of the team would always tell them, first, the, the number one thing we want to actually do is um, build your competency to lead. Because when you become build your you, you heard that build your competency to lead. Yes, because when 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 your um, leadership competence grows, so you start looking beyond yourself and then looking at what's in it for everybody. So so, so most times we that's why we have something where we set up um, the youth SDGs cafe so that young people can learn. You you learn skills on how you can develop yourself as a person. You also learn skills on how you can develop your organization. So when you come on board, you are now looking beyond yourself and now looking at we. Mm. What can we do together? Because there's power in number. So the first thing we have to do as young people is to realize that there's importance for partnership. I know we, we live in a world that is competitive. Competition is good, but it is more healthy when it is collaborative. So we, we look at ourselves and we say, how can we get better in this field together? Rather than saying, how can I get better in this field ahead of everyone? So when we look at um, being together, it, 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 it goes beyond just you. And then you are more excited to be part of something that is fantastic. So I, I, I get a lot of feedback from people who say, oh, um, the Nigerian Youth SDGs Network has really helped my work. Like most times when I tell people I'm a part of this coalition, they are giving us leverage. I've had friends. Uh, and organizations on the network who have been able to travel for trainings, who have been able to get funding, who have been able to also get partnership from um, private sector just because they are part of the network. Because sometimes people, are, uh, when organizations approach us, we write letters on their behalf. Say, oh, we know these people. Please, can you support them? Can you provide funds for their work? Can you give them resources for the things they want to do? And yes, they always get a yes every time. That's fine. But um, another thing that just struck my chord is uh, engaging youth that are not in cities. Oftentimes you find out, and you may want to agree with me, that the number of people who, particularly youth, that are on the internet are far less than those who have not been connected to the internet. And it may become very difficult achieving much of what you're saying if you're not within the global space. Um, Having factored that in, how much uh, is intended 
for those in rural communities that also have a lot to offer their world but don't often get opportunities. So um, this is what happens for, for most of our interventions. We have, that's why we work with other non-civil um, society organizations that are useless. So some of them work in, this, um, in, in the slums. Like you have them and then they give feedback of what people from the slum are saying. And then we're we are also working on, on a drive whereby we want to get more organizations that do not even have access to the internet to know about what we are doing. So we are all over Nigeria right now. We are recruiting state coordinators, state representatives who would be able to go. Maybe you are in, whether you are in Sokoto, you are, you are in Jos, wherever you are. We want to learn about your work and then project it to the global audience. Mm. You may not have internet. You may not have um a mobile phone to really record a video and say this is what we are doing but we want to come to you, we want to share your story so it's something that we'll be unveiling in, in the coming year sharing the stories of young people who are making impact even mm -hmm. in rural communities Great, now let's look at Sahara Foundation an integral part of this project uh, what would you say Sahara Foundation is doing in supporting youth of Nigeria in achieving the SDG by 2030? Okay, I, um, I think one, uh, one of the things um, Sahara has done um, as a group is um, starting up something that is called the um, Private Sector Advisory Group. So um, they, they looked at it and said for, for the SDGs to really work, we need businesses to come on board. And they've been able to take the pain to bring um, businesses from around Nigeria to, to, to take part in the Sustainable Development Goals agenda. And then they also work with the um, Office of the Presidency on on SDGs to this effect. So they set up projects, they do programs like they, they have a project on um, entrepreneurship. There's a platform that's called Sahara Hub, www.saharahub.com, whereby young people can get access to mentoring. Young people, if you want resources that are going to help you um, be better in your career or opportunities, maybe you want to school abroad or you're looking now to upskill your in trainings and everything, you can just log on to this platform and then you get all of these opportunities for free. And also, the, um, like I know of other um, existing plans that they work with farmers in, um, in Kaduna that, um, that is called Food um, Africa. And what they do is it's about wealth creation, increasing the value chain to ensure that food is not wasted. So there, there's always this um, conversation around the fact that um, in, in 10, 20 years time, or 50 years time, it's possible for our population in Nigeria to double. So we look at it like, how can we be able to feed the next extra uh, 50 million young uh, people that, that we're going to be having in 2030 or in 2050? Mm -hmm. So this, this is part of the project that um, Sahara Foundation is involved in, um, providing entrepreneurship training to young people, ensuring that everybody is um, equipped to understand that the sustainable development goal is vital and then we all need to come on board, not just with our lips, but with our money. Money, lips, it's about action, everybody. Uh, and around it of uh, what's your call to action about this particular uh, youth participation and SDGs in Nigeria? What's your call to action now? So um, one thing I want to tell every young person is that it's about our future and we need to own it. We need to embrace it. It's, 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 it's a difficult um, thing to look at because most times when, when you look at yourself as a, a Nigerian young person, you feel like, Oh, what does this country have for me? What, how would the future be for me? So you, you need to breathe up. You need to understand that there's a better world and that we need to hold our government accountable. And then we also need to work together. 
so you, you don't live in isolation it is it's a very small world it's a dynamic world so look out for partnerships look out for opportunities to get skilled up look out for for ways whereby you can also give back to your community so it's just look beyond yourself and look at other people and when you look beyond yourself you discover that even you as a person you become better well you heard that look beyond yourself that's about uh, having others uh, come on board as well and making everything that matters count uh, all right, sir, now we're taking it to the next level. Be a global citizen, act with passion and compassion. Help us make this world safer and more sustainable today uh, for the generations that will follow us. That is our moral responsibility. Thanks to our guest, Joshua Lade. Don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms at Niger Info on Twitter, Dev Reporters on Twitter and Facebook. For news and updates, check www.devreportsng.com. For feedback, email devreporters at gmail.com, SMS 0909. 772-0002. Development Report is a production of Map Media, produced by Mayowa Dinero at Mayowa Post, production assistant Adiroju Idowu. Of course, Zainab Yakin helped punch the buttons. My name is Adinio Kono Adelfort uh, for Femi Obong. Bye for now. <laughs>